Hello, sunshine. I'm Alexi Lawless, and this is the State of the Union podcast presented by State Farm. We are live, and that is David Mossy from the start, my friend, my colleague, my guiding light. And we are coming to you directly after the conclusion of the USA-England game. 0-0, point for each team. Um, I'm happy. I am excited. Um, and I am ultimately proud, Mossy, of this performance. I thought, on a whole, that the United States was better than England today. And that, in and of itself, I think, I think that says something. Would I have liked to find a goal here or there? Yes. But the amount of opportunities that they had, the amount of possession that they had against the number five team in the world on national television in front of a huge national audience, um, I think that, that, that Greg Berhalter and company have a lot to be proud of and a lot to use as they head into that third game against Iran. I agree 100%. It reminded me a little bit of that quarterfinal against Germany in 2002, the Torsten frings Hugh Dallas game, where you don't necessarily have the result to back it up, but you know in your heart of hearts that that, that was one of the better U.S. performances at a World Cup when you consider the level of opposition. I thought the U.S., it was a nervy first 15, 20 yep. minutes. Uh, England had that great chance with Kane in the box where Zimmerman deflected it. Uh, but the U.S. settled into the game around the midway point of the first half. And then from then on, uh, they were the better team, particularly in the second half. If this was a boxing match and you scored it on points, I think the U.S. would have taken it. So absolutely very good performance and uh, something to build on for sure. Uh, let's highlight a couple of things that I think this game showed. Uh, number one, and, and they're not in any particular order, just off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> look, it's evergreen, but the U.S. does not have a striker, okay? The fact that Haji Wright started, okay, and, and you know, we had, we had talked uh, when the uh, lineup came out. You know, here's a guy that just came to this team right at the end, kind of almost as an afterthought, and everyone's scratching their heads because he hadn't been called in, and even when he was called in, he wasn't very good. Not only does he get named to the 26, but he starts the most important game in U.S. men's history, and certainly for this collection of players, it just blows my mind that Burhalter did this. Now, if it, was a, if it was a situation where he comes in and then it's oh, a eureka moment of look what we have found here and he performs, that's great. Didn't do a whole lot tonight. Wasn't, wasn't horrible, but I think it just shows that for the U.S., it's going to have to be by committee. There is nobody up there. And this was a game that was dying for somebody uh, from a U.S. perspective to take the bull by the horns up top and find that moment of magic, and it just never came. Yeah, again, before the roster was announced, you and I did positional previews <laughs> on the pod, and we threw in, for each position, we threw in everybody that we thought might have a chance. And when we did it for strikers, we debated whether Haji Wright should yep. even be part of the segment, whether he was even in the mix anymore. And you're right, here he is starting one of the biggest games in U.S. national team history. Um, he wasn't especially good, but I do think he did enough that he's probably going to start against Iran. You do? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, because we saw Josh Sargent start the first game. Now we've seen Taji Wright start. You know, who knows? If you're Jesus Ferrer, you're probably looking around going, what the hell is going on? That's been one of the most fascinating developments of this World Cup, uh, how Berhalter has seemingly fallen out of love with him. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, some other things that, uh, that were noticeable from everybody watching the game. Walker Zimmerman, um, look, he has been a very, very important piece. He's in in, in pen. The question was always who's going to pair with him. After that first game, which he was fine except for that one moment, he followed it up tonight where I thought he was shaky, I thought he was problematic, and he made me worried about the way that he was playing. And if he was thinking in the back of his mind, oh, 
I don't want to make another mistake in front of the world at the most important point. It showed because his distribution was off, his decision-making was off, and I think of the 11 players that, that started the game, I think he comes out of this the worst. Not to the extent where I think Greg Berhalter has anybody or wants to make a change, but it is concerning going forward. He cannot be doing some of the stuff that he was doing tonight. I agree he was poor now. On the positive side, I thought Tim Ream played well. Yep, he was very good. Give Greg Berhalter credit for not being stubborn there because, as you often say, when you tell a manager he should do something, right. many managers then are reluctant to do it. But in the case of Tim Ream, he finally gave in to the masses and brought Tim Ream to this World Cup and inserted him into the starting lineup, and he's played very well. All right, so MMA, uh, the, the midfield of uh, Musa, McKenney, and uh, Tyler Adams, I thought they were wonderful. I thought they were really, really good. Uh, Mc, uh, Weston McKenney still coming off an injury, but you could tell he almost demanded to play and really relished the moment. Tyler Adams, we know he does some incredible work. I mean, there was, there was a moment where Jedi got caught up the field, and he tracked back, it must have been 60 yards, to make the tackle, to cover for him, and just... And then you could tell that he feeds off of that himself because he, once he made the tackle and the, you know, the, dan the danger was muted, he got up and you could see it in his face. I, I, I love that player as, as I love Weston McKinney and Musa. I, I think he had a good game. Did he have a great game? I don't think so. But those three were really, really important tonight. Yeah, Adams, again, for me, was the best U.S. player on the pitch. The, the amount of ground that he covers defensively is astonishing. But, but McKinney was a close second. He played with a real swagger. Uh, he is a big game player. Um, and it was interesting formationally what the U.S. did. They really played in more of a 4-4-2 double pivot with Adams and Musa. And then McKinney was sprayed out wide a little bit on the right and, and Pulisic on the left. And then Weah tucked in and him and Haji Wright almost formed like a front two. So right. it was interesting formationally. And I think it confused England at times. So Burhalter, I think, did win the tactical battle with Garrett Southgate. Um, okay, some other things. Uh, Matt Turner? Thought he was good. He was solid. He made a really big uh, save that, uh, that that was important. He was really good all coming off of his line. I thought his distribution was good and continues to, I think, give a lot of us faith that that is the right decision and that is the goal, uh, the goalkeeper that you want. Uh, I do think that this performance, you know, we, we came on air talking about, at least I did and others, wanting to see something big and bold and not just thinking about Iran. And I, I looked at it kind of like, there's no honor in that. If, if this is the opportunity, it's against, it's against England. I didn't get the result that I wanted from a win perspective, but I did get the performance. And so the point is great, but the point really is how they played and using that as we spin it towards the game against Iran because we know that that is going to be a game that they have to win. Speaking of Iran, uh, they come up with a huge, huge result today. They left it late. And, you know, Hennessy coming out of the goal and getting the red card uh, for Wales devastated them at the worst possible moment. And you could see on their face as Iran scored the first and then ultimately got the second that Wales recognized that they had let one get away. When the U.S. was awaiting the end of uh, those European qualifying playoffs and we were debating who you'd want to be that fourth team in the U.S. group, you wanted no part of Ukraine uh, not only for footballing reasons, the fact that they're a good team, but this whole sort of sentimental yeah. uh, thing that they would have going on. Iran has a little bit of that right now because of all the uh, turbulence in that country and all the political stuff going on, and it affected them negatively in the uh, 
first game against England, they were awful. But with this win, it seems to have galvanized the squad. So that would be a little bit of a concern uh, from the U.S. standpoint, looking ahead to that last group game. Iran has a little something going on right they, now. They do, and they are they were a very different team. It, it, I think about the score and the goal differential and stuff like that. It'll be interesting to see if this, this Iran team that we saw today had actually shown up against uh, England. But, you know, that's neither here nor there because ultimately the U.S. has to play what I think is a, a much more healthier and positive Iran going into this final game. You know, having said that, and it goes back to what we've said all along, when the U.S. looked at this group, I think we recognize that we believe we are better than Wales, so there's three points there, and we're better than Iran. The three points that didn't materialize for Wales continues to haunt this team because they would be in a wonderful position right now if they had been able to figure out a way to get those uh, three points against a, a not very good Wales team. You were already annoyed, and watching Wales today oh, made you even more annoyed. Even more annoyed <laughs> that, the, that, that the U.S. didn't find a way. But, you know, I, I can't harp on the past. They have their, uh, their destiny right in front of them. They can, fi uh, they can figure it out. But first up, well, congratulations to Iran in terms of getting that uh, and getting that result. Keep in mind that when the uh, third uh, games of all group uh, stage, uh, stages happen, they will happen simultaneously. So both of those games are going to be uh, happening. Anything more to say on the uh, U.S. game? Well, just to give people the scenario, it's, okay. it's very straightforward. Uh, U.S. faces Iran on Tuesday. A win, they advance. A draw or loss, they're out. There you go. That's, Simple as that. That's what they have to do. And Greg Berhalter and company will go back and figure it out. Uh, anything to say on the uh, Netherlands-Ecuador game? I thought Ecuador actually was the better team ultimately from the Netherlands. The uh, Netherlands got that goal and just kind of sat back. Really disappointing from the ne Netherlands. Absolutely, yeah. Ecuador have been a bit of a revelation early on here at this World Cup. I will say, though, the Netherlands goal scored by Cody Gakpo. Very nice. uh, he looks like he could be a real breakout player in this tournament. And his price just increases and yeah. increases and, and increases. And then the other game today, uh, Senegal 3, Qatar 1. Uh, you know, <laughs> Qatar's not having a good tournament. So Qatar, the first team eliminated. They already became the first host nation ever to lose their opening match, and now they become just the second host nation ever to go out in the group stage, South Africa 2010 being the other. Uh, anything else from today, my friend, before we uh, say goodnight and uh, head off and do some more stuff? Uh, the Neymar news has me okay. incredibly bummed out uh, for people that didn't see. Uh, it looks like he will miss at least the next two group games. He's aiming to be back for the round of 16, but there are some unconfirmed reports swirling that it might even be more serious than that. Um, it's just, I mean, his inability to have a World Cup where he's healthy from start to finish is absolutely maddening. Looks like the injury bug is going to really undermine this one as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was, I was buzzing over that Brazil opening win over Serbia, and today's news just has got me down again. It's uh, very disappointing. Well, uh, as, uh, as it pertains to the U.S. men's national team, uh, if you are in a World Cup, and in order to get out of your group, you have to win the third game against Iran, I think a lot of people, including myself, I'll take that. I'll take the chances with the group that we have, especially after with what we saw tonight uh, this, this group do. I thought, I thought they were really, really good, and I think they will take that positive energy um, into, that, into that game against, uh, against Iran. And I cannot wait. It is going to be a fun, fun Tuesday. We will continue to crank out the content for you, myself and my good friend David Mossy, who is doing incredible work, as are all the uh, men and women in front of the camera and behind the camera. We had a really fun day today. I think it's going to be a massive number, the amount of people that tuned in to check out this team. And I think even though it's a 0-0 and you know, the trope about 0-0 in soccer and people will laugh and, and do all that, 
I think ultimately when they look at this team and they saw the way that this team played against England, which everybody understands is a very, very good team, I think at least their interest will have been peaked. So much so that I think they will come back and, and watch that game against Iran, which again, we have a wonderful history with um, both on the soccer field and off the soccer field. I don't know if wonderful no, is the word do, I would we use. Do. <laughs> well, no, we do have a wonderful, we have a wonderful history with, uh, with them. Yes, <laughs> at times it has been rocky, okay? But ultimately, there is three points on the line and there is a trip out of the group. For the uh, for, for the U.S. if they uh, if they win, so figure it out, right? Uh, if you're watching us live, thank you so much for tuning in live. If you're just listening uh, or watching us later on in the fact, I hope you had a good night. I hope you have celebrated what is, I think, going to be looked at as a really really fun type of performance from a U.S. men's national team that can do better and will have to do better against Iran to get out of the group. Until then, and as always, size the day. <laughs>